You are Locked On Hawkeyes, your daily podcast on the Iowa Hawkeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Hawkeye Nation, to a Friday morning episode of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast, your daily podcast covering your Iowa Hawkeyes on the Locked On Sports Network. As always, I am your host, Andrew Wade, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and let them know Locked On sent you. And on today's show, we've got a lot to talk about. We've got women's basketball who has advanced to the semifinals of the Women's Big Ten Tournament. we got men's basketball. They take on Wisconsin. we got some wrestling news as well. But first and foremost, I want to apologize for not getting an episode out yesterday. I know I promised an episode for basically 18 days straight, and I wanted to deliver on 17 of those 18 days, but we had a lot of stuff going on personally. We are actually selling our home. Our house is going on the market today. We're still staying in the Denver area, but uh, looking to uh, upgrade on a house. And so our house is going on the market actually today. And I was busy getting our animals moved over to the apartment we're staying at for the weekend, because as you know, animals can be dirty. So I apologize if there's a little bit of background noise, but trying to eliminate that as much as possible with my animals right now. But we will power on. We will get through this episode. And as I told you before, we do have Bakari Evelyn coming on tomorrow as well to break down tonight's game between Iowa and Wisconsin. We'll be talking about hopefully who Iowa is playing tomorrow if they beat Wisconsin. Obviously, that is a a big factor in that if they get a game tomorrow, which is probably going to be versus Illinois. But I'm going to be talking all about that on the show today. Let's kick it off some wrestling talk before we get into women's and men's basketball and some Ultimately, some tournament talk. First and foremost, some big news coming out of the wrestling front. We did get seeds for all of the weight classes for Iowa. Uh, and so not, a, not a lot of shockers. For the most part, it all makes sense. Spencer Lee is the number one seed at 125. I mean, could we expect anything else? At 133, we got Austin DeSanto at number four. Uh, he is ranked number three, but checked in at number four. At 141, Jaden Ironman is number one as well. 149, Max Murin, number 12. He is ranked number 16 after dropping two matches at the Big Ten Tournament. Um, What's interesting about him is he was number seven, or got set, sorry, was the seventh seed in the 2020 tournament and placed fifth in the Big Ten. In 2019, he was seeded 22nd and placed seventh in the Big Ten. Uh, so what can he do after not placing at all in the Big Ten Tournament? It'll be very interesting to see. He is a wild card, a guy who Iowa does you know, would love to see at least get some points on the board. Uh, so we'll be interested to see what happens at 149 with Max Miriam. At 157, Caleb Young, number five. At 165, Alex Marinelli, number one. At 174, Michael Kemmerer at number one as well. 184, Nelson Brands at number 12, ranked number 14. So getting a bit of a bump there after a strong showing at the Big Ten Tournament. 197, Jacob Warner, number five, and 285, Tony Cassiope, number five, ranked number four. So that is your seating for the men's wrestling tournament. Again, as that comes up, we'll be breaking down that as well. Looking to get a guest or two on that have uh, a bit more wrestling experience they can talk to what is happening there's so many things going on in iowa hawkeye athletic nation that we're gonna be trying to break it all down right here on the show um, let's get into women's basketball though want to talk about that and then also men's basketball as well on the show today women's basketball i i would have loved to talk about this they took down purdue 83 to 72 last night they took down the three seed rucker 73 to 62 and tonight they get the seven seed michigan state they are already in the semifinals and that is because they have been getting production from places outside of Caitlin Clark 
and even Monica Shinano. So both uh, both players, first team all Big Ten players, you knew they were going to be phenomenal contributors um, and basically the reason why Iowa could get far in this tournament. But what we didn't expect was to see Gabby Marshall absolutely explode against Rutgers. 27 points and 7 rebounds. Fantastic performance from her. Uh, again, when Iowa can get production from people outside of Monica and Caitlin, this team can be very dangerous. Uh, maybe not the best defensive team, but offensively, they are one of the top offensive units in the nation. And it was primarily a duo. It was Monica and Caitlin going back and forth, going back and forth. You look at the Purdue defeat, the Purdue win. Caitlin Clark, 27 points, 9 assists, and seven rebounds. Monica Shinano, 38 points, nine rebounds, 16 of 18 from the field. Now, what's interesting about the game against Purdue is that Iowa only shot 13.6% from three. Meanwhile, they shot 46 or 46% from two. Um, Purdue shot 33% from three. So typically when you get blown out that bad in the three-point shooting battle, you're not going to come away victorious. Uh, they did force 14, 14 turnovers, though, and again, Monica had a career day, 38 points, 9 rebounds, 16 of 18 from the field. Iowa takes down Purdue, the 11th seed, 83-72, and they're able to advance to Rutgers. And I, I've mentioned this when we did a little bit of a preview of the women's basketball tournament, but I really felt like Rutgers was not a bad matchup for Iowa. I thought that was a winnable matchup. And right now, Iowa coming into the tournament or after the Purdue game was was listed somewhere around the six seed range. So all season they've kind of been in that eight to nine seed range. They're now listed around that six to seven seed range. If they can take down Michigan State and win a Big Ten tournament in the finals game as well, so win the next two games, which I, I believe the way Iowa is playing, it's not something that's unrealistic at this point. It's something that we can expect to potentially happen. They have a, a tough matchup on the other side of the bracket. Both of the number one and number four seeds are on their way into that bracket, Maryland and Michigan, but it's something that we should be looking at. Uh, if they do that, where can they get at in terms of a seeding perspective? Can they move up to a five seed or even a four seed? Uh, definitely something that's on my radar and uh, for a year that I felt like was going to be a rebuilding year in this women's basketball program, that would just be so superb and outstanding. Um, again, another opportunity to even get to the Sweet 16 without Big Ten Player of the Year Kathleen Doyle, Big Ten Player of the Year Megan Gustafson. Uh, that that just speaks volumes to what kind of a coach Lisa Bluter is to be able to do that with a true freshman, Monica, and you know a, a solid supporting cast. We're going to get a little bit more into the women's basketball team, though, um, in segment number two, and then go into the men's basketball team and talk a little bit about the tournament as well. Before we do that, though, you know i got to tell you about some of the awesome sponsors of the show, starting with rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts customers online, for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly find all the parts you need for the prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and for do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much when you can get the same parts for as a do-it-yourselfer or as a, as a professional, I should say. Go to rockauto.com right now, though, and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And I also got to tell you, 
Gotta tell you a little about Blue Chew because this ep- episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence in the bedroom. Blue Chew is unique and online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at Blue Chew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code LOCKEDON to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring our podcast today. Also, you got to check out the Locked On Bets podcast. Betting on your team doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast at. Now let's turn our attention back to the women's basketball team because, again, Taking down Purdue, 83-72. Rutgers, 73-62. Now they get Michigan State. Let's go a little bit back, though, because I want to focus on, again, what Gabby Marshall did against Rutgers was just outstanding. 27 points and 7 rebounds. In the first half alone, she went 6 of 8 from 3 to build a 39-25 to lead over Rutgers. Rutgers did do a good job of trying to come back a little bit, but they were just unable to. They just couldn't get past what Iowa was doing offensively. Iowa shot 41.7% from 3, mostly on the backs of Gabby Marshall doing a phenomenal job. What I thought was interesting about this game was that Iowa was not exactly playing crisp and clean basketball either. They turned the ball over 16 times compared to Rutgers 12 they did out they did out or oh, they got out rebounded sorry excuse me 14 to 7 from Rutgers as well but Rutgers just couldn't hit a lot of their shots they shot 25% from 3 38% from the field and that was what did it Caitlin Clark finished with 21 points 10 rebounds or sorry 10 assists 2 rebounds on 7 of 15 shooting and Monica Shinano 20 points 5 rebounds on 10 of 15 shooting fantastic job all around from the women's basketball team and again they get a Michigan State squad that they've actually you know, they, Michigan State took down number two seeded Indiana, 69 to 61. The first time Iowa played Michigan State this year, though, they did fall. They lost December 12th in East Lansing, 86 to 82. Again, this is a huge game. What they've done so far has been nothing short of impressive. They're now playing on three days uh, or three back-to-back-to-back days of games. If they can win this, anything can happen in the finals game against either a Maryland game or a Maryland team or a Michigan team. And I personally would love to see Michigan. I would love to see uh, Kaylin Clark get a chance to go against Nas Hillman to see what happens for each of those players. I think Kaylin Clark should have been Big Ten Player of the Year. I think she personally got robbed. Uh, so that would be a lot of fun to me for me to see them play Michigan State and then take on Michigan. That game is taking place this afternoon, though, at 3.30 p.m. Make sure to check that out. Root on our Iowa women's basketball squad. On the men's basketball front, we have a lot of tournament action happening so far. And to this point, it's basically gone to the team you would expect it to go to. 
Uh, last night, Penn State almost took down Wisconsin after going on a 17-2 run. It looked like Wisconsin was going to run away with it, but then Penn State chipped back, and, and kudos to them. I thought Wisconsin was truly going to blow that game. They ended up losing by one point. Penn State had a very crap. I don't know what they were doing. Uh, I know they didn't have any timeouts left, so they couldn't really do much from a, uh, a play design concept, but... I really thought that they could have won that game. They had the ability to. With 20 seconds left, they had the ball down one point, and they couldn't get anything going. Wisconsin did a fantastic job defensively. Um, Brad Davison was able to call timeout while diving out of bounds. Um, so, I mean, he, I hate Brad Davison, the player, most of the time, but you got to respect that hustle play right there. Uh, definitely one of the, the biggest hustlers in the country and especially in the Big Ten, even if he is incredibly dirty. Rutgers took down Indiana, which was a, a, also a very fun game to watch. Maryland took down Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State played a very atrocious second half. I think we all should be, uh, if you if you like listening to Michigan State misery, I would check out the Lockdown Spartans podcast with Matt Sheehan and Will Hunter. They do a fantastic job breaking down all the misery over in Michigan State land right now. And then finally, Ohio State survived Minnesota. Minnesota put up a great fight. Nonetheless, I thought Minnesota had it. You know, they put themselves in a chance to win. Ohio State was just too much. Uh, Minnesota couldn't couldn't handle things uh, late in the game. And to be honest, it was a little bit weird of a game. They were in position to win it. They won the turnover battle. They out rebounded Ohio State, but they shot just twenty five percent from three, which has been really their kryptonite the entire season. They just haven't been able to put anything together from three point land, except for against Iowa, really. Um, and again, having Liam Robbins out is never going to be a, a key to success for that Minnesota Gopher squad. So um, that's what happened last night. We got a big slate of games, though, coming up tonight and this weekend. Ohio State versus Purdue. What can happen there? Michigan versus Maryland. Iowa versus Wisconsin. And Illinois versus Rutgers. Now we're getting into the meat of our schedule. We're getting into the meat of the Big Ten. The best teams in the Big Ten are facing off in tonight's and today's game. So I'm really excited to talk about that. We're going to take a quick break and then we're just going to dive right into the basketball talk. Again, I know this is going to be a little bit shorter of an episode. Want to make sure I got an episode out. Um, but also, we have some awesome content coming this weekend with Bakari Evelyn. So make sure to check that out. Also, as a you know, kind of a surprise, we got Frank Garza joining the show again from Indianapolis next week. Going to talk a little bit of basketball. Going to talk a little bit about uh, Luca Garza's mental training and his preparation um, within the Elevate program. So awesome stuff there. I had a chance to go through the Elevate program, the the first series of it, and I thought it was uh, truly truly impressive what what it can do for you mentally. I've always been very, very into my physicality and focusing on the physical aspects, but if you can focus on the mental aspects as well, you can get very a lot further in life. Just look at what Luca Garza has done when he has been focusing on that mental side of his game. So that's going to be coming up this upcoming week, so make sure to check out all of that stuff. But we know we got to tell you about betonline.ag because March Madness is here. Betonline.ag is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline.ag even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up today. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, we've been telling you about Built Bar because it is the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now, but Built Bar 
It is an amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all the bars. Now, though, it's time for us to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is... Oh, man, this is going to be fun. It's a Sweet 16 matchup. Go check it out at BuiltBar.com. I don't want to give it away, but you got to go to BuiltBar.com. We have Cookies and Cream as that top seed. I don't think there's any point even talking about the other seeds because it's Cookies and Cream that is going to win this matchup. Cookies and Cream is one of my favorite players. But you can find out and you can actually go vote at BuiltBar.com or go to Bar underscore Built on Twitter. And remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That is LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who's won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar ever. And you know what we gotta tell you because we got some we got some awesome stuff coming up with Selection Sunday this year. The Locked On Podcast Network will be live streaming on Selection Sunday, March 14th, reacting to who's in and who's out with the NCAA tournament. Big Ten Ben Stevens and Josh Neighbors host Selection Sunday live with local experts from around the Locked On College Network of podcasts. Follow at Locked On Live on YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook today and watch our live Selection Sunday special on March 14th. Now let's get our attention back to the men's tournament. Again, I, before we took a break, I said Ohio State gets Purdue, Michigan gets Maryland, Iowa versus Wisconsin, Illinois versus Rutgers. I'm going to give my predictions there, and then I'm going to give my thoughts on this game. And I also forgot to mention about Spencer Lee. I don't know how I forgot to do that, so let's quickly touch on that. Spencer Lee did officially announce that he's coming back for his extra year of eligibility. Again, I don't know why this is news. This is something that everyone kind of assumed. Uh, why wouldn't the wrestlers come back for an extra year, especially Spencer Lee, where he can go for four titles as long as he takes care of business this week. But um, I am ecstatic to have the number one wrestler in the country, uh, pound for pound, back with the Iowa Hawkeyes for another season after this year. But again, back to the basketball talk. So first and foremost, let's look at Ohio State versus Purdue. Purdue has been on a hot streak. There's a reason why they got the four seed. Ohio State has also struggled against Purdue. They fell to Purdue twice this season, 67-60 to 60 in December, 67-65 to 65 in January. And Ohio State has been struggling as of late. I mean, they barely beat Minnesota. They lost the last four before that win. Um, but Ken Palm is projecting a win for Ohio State. And when I look at this game, I do like what Purdue does from a shooting perspective. I think Ohio State has hit kind of a rough patch. And anytime you play a team three times, it is tough to win all three games. For that reason alone, I'm taking Ohio State in this game. Uh, I do believe they are going to get the ball rolling again. Getting that win over Minnesota was huge. I know it's tough coming off a day's rest, and I know, or without a day's rest, and everything I'm saying here is going to be the exact opposite of what I say for Iowa, Wisconsin. But it's just my feeling that I believe Ohio State takes down Purdue in this game. Michigan versus Mary. Also, the other thing, too, is Purdue has a lot of younger guys. So uh, something to keep in mind as well when they enter tournament time, enter the Big Ten tournament, more pressure on them as well. Michigan versus Maryland. I see no reason why Michigan doesn't take care of business here. They should be the odds on. They are the odds on favorite to win the Big Ten tournament and the team that Iowa has to get through if they want to win a Big Ten tournament. Iowa versus Wisconsin, we're going to be talking about here in a second. Illinois versus Rutgers, though. Rutgers, to me, can actually win this game. They've only played once. Rutgers did win 91-88. to In that game, Illinois had 13 turnovers, including four from Iota Sumo and four from Trent Frazier. Three guys fouled out. And that sounds about like a Rutgers game. Rutgers is a very physical team. And it works well against a team like Illinois. They have the perimeter defenders to be able to push around Iota Sumo. Um, whereas in a free-flowing offense, Iota can get to the basket pretty easily and against most teams. And he did do a solid job. He got a lot of points against that Rutgers team the first time. But Rutgers defensively is a team that 
They, Iowa struggles against for a good reason. A lot of teams struggle against. They can get very physical with you. They got big body guys that can knock you around. And at that center position, they got one of the few guys in the Big Ten who can handle Kofi Coburn, and that is Miles Johnson, as long as he doesn't get in foul trouble. So I'm going to go with a sleeper pick here. Maybe this is me just hating Illinois, but I do believe Rutgers wins this game versus Illinois tonight. Um, so I'm excited to watch that matchup. Going on to Iowa, Wisconsin, I know I just gave you a lot of stuff about Ohio State and Purdue, but I got to backtrack a little bit. Wisconsin is going to be going into their – it's going to be interesting. It's going to be the third game Iowa's gotten against Wisconsin in, in probably, I think it's like three weeks, so not a, not a long time period. Uh, when Fran McCaffrey talked about the possibility of playing Wisconsin, he basically said, we know what they're going to do. We know their game plan. And I expect a very scrappy game. The way that game ended last time, um, it was it was getting a bit scrappy, and the referees, the officials, um, were struggling to call that game towards the end on both sides. Now – what was it been interesting is Wisconsin has really struggled shooting the three ball against most good teams this year. However, against Iowa, they did shoot 38%. Against uh, Penn State, they were almost gonna about to break the three-point uh, makes record, which I thought was going to be very interesting. But they shot really well against a Penn State team that is very scrappy on the defense side of the ball. Can Wisconsin keep it up shooting-wise? If so, they have a good chance of keeping this game close, if not beating Iowa. The other thing to keep in mind is, will Joe Wieskamp be around? Joe Wieskamp was practicing yesterday. He wasn't a full performer, but he was you know, a limited participant in practice. Fran McCaffrey said if Joe Wieskamp is ready to go and healthy, he will play. But is he 100% healthy? I think you have to question the fact of whether or not Joe Wieskamp's availability in the lineup to beat Wisconsin is worth not having a potentially available in the NCAA tournament. That's something you have to constantly be thinking about with Joey's camp. Now, again, I think if he plays, I think that means he's definitely healthy. I think Iowa wins easily against Wisconsin by eight to nine points. That's my personal opinion. There's no one they have to stop Joey's camp. What Joey's camp has been doing over the last month of the season has been one of the best months we've seen from an Iowa basketball player outside of Luka Garza in quite some time. They don't have the ability to guard him. They just don't. Um, without him, I think here's what we're going to do. We need to rely on that perimeter defense. We need to rely on stopping the three ball. And I think we bring, I think, and we've talked about this a little bit, and Fran McCaffrey's talked about Chris Murray and Josh Ugundele. Chris is a guy who I think we could rely on a little bit more. What we've seen with Keegan and when he shut down some of the smaller but more dominant big men in the Big Ten, looking at EJ Liddell, Keegan Murray was able to do that because he is big. At least he's relatively big body, six foot eight. He is aggressive and he's athletic. Chris Murray is basically a pound for pound image of Keegan. Um, will we see more Chris? I think there's a possibility. Uh, I think Chris would be able to provide that size that handles Wisconsin relatively well, but also more athleticism to the table than what you know Wisconsin brings. I think defensively that could really shut them down. And I think that would be an interesting wrinkle that they have not seen yet. Keegan and Chris and Luca, um, that would be a lot of fun. And again, both those guys can also guard the perimeter, so it gives you a little bit more of a defensive matchup advantage. Um, I think that's something we might see in this game. Um, and I think we're going to see some more defensive minded lineups as well. Uh, Jordan Bohannon though has done a phenomenal job. CJ Frederick is a fantastic on ball defender. Connor McCaffrey also a great defender um, as well when, you know, especially the last month of the season, but if they struggle at all, if Wisconsin is able to get good open looks because Wisconsin is a patient team most of the time, except for in transition, they do like to pop up threes quite often. Um, if they're patient, watch for Iowa to be a little bit more defensive-minded in this game and be willing to slug it out with some of their reserves coming in and playing a little bit better brand of defensive basketball. That's going to be what I think is interesting. One thing I think we have to question is Wisconsin. Are they peaking? 
Did they figure it out against Penn State? Because that's the kind of performance that Wisconsin fans were looking for. Outside of the last couple minutes, that was the performance that Wisconsin fans were looking for. Can they turn it on again on a short rest against Iowa? We will see. Kempom predicts a 66% chance of winning for Iowa at 76-72. to I think if Joe Wieskamp is in, it's going to be bigger than that. I think if Joe Wieskamp is out, it comes down to defense, and I do believe Iowa can prevail. They do want to win the Big Ten Tournament. They want to win the NCAA Tournament more, but the Big Ten Tournament is very important to them as well. They didn't get a chance to win any games last year because the tournament got canceled. You better believe they're hungry and ready to go. They're ready to make a statement in the Big Ten Tournament, and there is possibly a number one seed on the line. I know it's very unlikely, but if they win the tournament, I think you'd be hard-pressed to not give them a number one seed. At least that's my opinion. We'll find out, though. Remember to join us tomorrow because we have Bakari Evelyn coming on to break down the Wisconsin game and Iowa's upcoming matchup either against, well, mostly, most likely against Illinois. Um, that'll be happening tomorrow on the show. And if Iowa wins tomorrow as well, we'll be breaking down a show on Sunday. You can also catch me at Locked On Live with Big Ten Ben Stevens tomorrow morning, breaking down the full list of Big Ten games. So it should be a lot of fun this weekend. Make sure to tune in to all the Locked On podcasts and especially the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. Have a fantastic Friday, Hawkeye Nation, and let's go Hawks.